Bring it positive in the 44270. This is the Around Ripman Podcast, and I'm your host, Cliff Feitner. This is, comes from Ripman, Ohio, the little town that can. Well, after a tough loss Friday night uh, against Waynedale, the Ripman Fighting Indians are now 4-1. I will have Coach Tyler Dennis on via the Around Ripman Hotline in a little bit and we're going to talk about some other things happening around town so sit back relax and enjoy this trip around Ritman. and before we get things underway i do want to talk about my fine sponsor the Ritman IGA, your hometown proud supermarket here in the 44270. You know that they do support com- the community. This past Thursday night, the Ritman IGA provided the Thursday night dinner for the Ritman Fighting Indians football team. And from what I understand, everybody had themselves a good time, enjoyed the food, which, you know, they always you always do from the Ritman IGA, especially that fried chicken that they have available from the deli you can get that for your your church functions or you can get that let's say if you need to go have something for dinner real quick go to the iga and get yourself a four piece an eight piece or how many ever pieces that you need you can get that with jojo's slaw or any other of the cold salads there at the deli and that is the ribbon iga when you walk into the store you can enjoy their wall of values things that they get at a great price. They pass the savings along to you or check out the meats and you can get things in the grocery aisles that you can't find at other stores. So just go over there and take a look and give them a chance. If you haven't in a while, you'll find that you'll be able to save money. You'll be able to save time and you will be able to give your money to a company that supports the Ritman community. That is the Ritman IGA located at the Ritman Shopping Center and open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. And this past Thursday night, from what I understand, the the farmer's market, which is now uh, running from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. over in the parking lot of the Eastern Road Church of God, they were able to, they had a very successful night. A lot of people checked them out, checked out the food trucks, checked out all the produce, checked out all the all the fine crafts that people offer here in Ritman. And they, they were able to have a good time over there. And also going on around the same time was the uh, annual picnic over at the Pioneer House given by the Ritman Historical Society. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend either one because I had to have a toenail removed the other day and I sort of was not feeling up to walking around. But it was good to hear some good reports from both of those events. First is going to be the meet and treat around the uh, around Ritman. And there's a lot of businesses at this time that are signed up. It's going to be a great day where you can go around, you can check out some of these businesses and you can bring the the kids around, you know, maybe have them dress up in their trick or treat, you know, their trick, you know, whatever they're going to be wearing for trick or treat on the followings. Uh, no, let's see. I have to check when the uh, trick or treat is. I don't know at this point as I am recording this, but yeah, you can go to places like Anchor Heating and Cooling, Bauman Orchards, the Boys and Girls Club, 
uh, Community Action of Wayne and Medina County, Creative Images, Fox's Pizza, the Girl Scout Troop 91050, the Greater Wayne Community Federal Credit Union, the His and Hers Comic, the Historical Society, H&R Block, Pop Shake Shack, Ripman Auto Parts, Ripman Farmer's Market, Ripman Fire Station, the Wayne County Public Library, the Ripman Branch, Renee's Child Care, Salt and Honey, The Server, SoCal, and Wilging Construction. There are a lot of organizations in town, and I'm hoping to have something set up myself, you know, uh, with the Around Ripman podcast, where I can pass out some candy, maybe make available some of my shirts, and maybe some of, some copies of my book that I wrote back in 2017, Caricatures of My Mind. But if you want to take part in this, let's say if you represent an organization or a business here in town, uh, there's still plenty of time to sign up. So contact either Renee or Bob at either LRBusic, L-R-B-U-S-I-C at neo.rr.com or Wilging Constructions at Gmail. Start over on that again. Wilgin Construction Ohio at gmail.com and let them know that you're interested in setting up for the meet and treat on October the 21st. And it's going to be a, a big day on October the 21st because also at seven o'clock that night is going to be the 31st Ritman Marching Band Review. And that will be up at Ritman Stadium. And uh, yours truly will be the MC for that event. So it's going to be a big day that day. So, you know, make some plans to stay in town on Saturday, October the 21st. And let's say if you don't have anything to do in between the meet and treat and the uh, and, and the um, band show, you can always check out Ritman Businesses or, you know, eat over at the uh, uh, Mexican restaurant or at the Burger King or, you know, someplace there in town. But there's going to be a lot happening that day. And I did promise that I was going to mention something about this uh, this week on, on the podcast where there was an accident the other day. It sounded like a pretty bad accident on the corner or on the intersection of um, 50, you know, which is on our side's 57A uh, or Ritman Road. It later on becomes um, Ohio Avenue as it comes into town. And Eastern Road, you know, right next to the old County Line Bar, where you know it's it's a bad intersection, and it needs some sort of traffic control over there. You know, a, either a traffic light, or maybe a caution light to let people know they need to slow down a little bit, or a four-way stop. And the what I was talking about, Ritman Road, at that point. Uh, was at one time known as Bloody 94. And that was the road in, main road in between Ritman and Wadsworth at one time. That was the road that uh, back when the Ritman Press first started in 1912, that the, the publisher, C.W. Hoover, who later became mayor of Ritman, he was wanting a road that would connect Ritman and Wadsworth, and and that was the road right there, which later on became uh, State Route 94. And, you know, to follow what was State Route 94, which got decommissioned back when uh, they extended 57, you know, through Ritman and, you know, which became part of 94, um, they, Ritman, the Route 94 
coming from Wadsworth, you know, started out as State Street. And then uh, when they got up to Seville Road, it became Ritman Road. And as you were going into town, um, you know, in, from Wadsworth to Ritman, and right now it would be like past uh, Doylestown Road or, or West or East Sunset Street, uh, it it became Ohio Street, then Ohio Avenue, and then once you got downtown, make a left hand turn onto South Main Street. Uh, that was still Route 94 uh, to Benner Road, and then all the way up to what's now 585, which was Route 5. And they called it Bloody 94 because there was a lot of uh, bad traffic accidents, you know, some fatalities, uh, mainly because of which was said in issues of the written press. And hopefully somebody from the historical society is listening to this and they can give me, you know, do some research, uh, hint, hint, Pat Watts, uh, that on, on the bloody 94 and, you know, what, and then why, uh, it was called Bloody 94. I know there was three bars in between uh, downtown Ritman and Wadsworth. Also, uh, because it was a state highway, the speed limit was 65 miles per hour. You know, it, but historically that was that was a bad route, and we have still have issues at times on the corner of or the intersection of what's Ritman Road now and. Uh, highway uh, East Sunset on one side, Doylestown Road on the other side, and then also the intersection I was talking about before, uh, Route um, Eastern Road and Ritman Road. So we we need something at that intersection that I just talked about, whether it be a traffic light or a four-way stop. Uh, logistically, it is not possible for a roundabout. You would probably have to uh, remove that old bar, which, uh, you know, at least move it away from the street. You know, let's do something like that. That would be uh, a little bit better than to have it set right there because it does uh, cause uh, some uh, site difficulties right there if, you know, if we don't have some sort of traffic control, you know, but. Uh, I know Commissioner John Hofstetter is a listener of the podcast, and I know that uh, he can, you know, maybe say something, you know, on the Wayne County side. I don't know what they would do on the Medina County side, you know. Uh, and once again, that's, you know, bureaucratic nightmare at that point, but, you know, we need something done over there. And now you just heard my history lesson, which was basically something that I was giving you off the top of my head. But here is a history lesson brought to you by the Ritman Historical Society. And you can become part of the Ritman Historical Society for just $10 a year. Contact the Ritman Historical Society for details. And do you have memories of enjoying ice cream at the old cheese factory? As a kid, did you have the opportunity to enjoy farm fresh, locally made Swiss cheese from the cheese factory? And do you remember those yummy burgers, five for a dollar? Now they had a the historical society had a re request to post a story about the old cheese factory or the farmers dairies pro farmers dairy products company located south of Ritman on Route 94, uh, which is now Benner Road. 
and we appreciate your patience as they dug through the old Ritman Press archives and referenced documents, including the book Picturing the Past, which tells of the story of Ritman with beautiful photos from years gone by. I'm going to stop right here and let you know that there are plenty of places around town, such as the Greater Wayne Community Federal Credit Union or Creative Images located on the square, as well as other places around town. And on May 17, 1934, the Ritman Press reported an exciting story. 300 local farmers formed a co-op to use surplus milk to create wonderful and tasty Swiss cheese. By the date of the first story, there was already 25 cheese units produced in the three-floor, 70-foot-six-long by 36-foot building now known as the Cheese Factory. Each cheese unit was reported to weigh 200 to 220 pounds each. And the manager from Switzerland came to our area by way of Little Switzerland, also known as Sugar Creek, Ohio. And under his supervision, the factory produced both old and new style Swiss cheese. Mr. Robert Schwab, the Swiss-born manager, touted the Ritman Press, touted to the Ritman Press that this was the nicest plant I've seen in this country. Large copper kettles and water pump from the 118 feet below the building surface were capable of producing 12 to 15 cheese units per day. And upon inception, the plant would only accept milk from the original stockholder farmers who formed this co-op. Underway on the third floor, creating living quarters for Mr. Schwab and his family. By September 5, 1935, the thriving cheese factory made the news once again, this time to share the fantastic news of the erection of a picnic shelter, complete with two 30-foot tables that were sheltered from the weather by a beautiful green shingled roof. And as a bonus, we also earned our own loved and dearly missed former Historical Society trustee Betty Gift, and she was employed during the Cheese House years, and maybe you or a family member worked there too. And as the years passed by, the old building would remain proud, but the menu and offerings would change. And in September 1956, the Tasty Freeze took over the farmer's dairy offering a menu of custards, milkshakes, and a yummy ideal ice cream and sandwiches. The Tasty Freeze would remain changing hands in 1958. And some of you reading this story or listening to this story now have memories of the yummy ice cream or excellent hamburgers that became part of the menu in the late 1950s at the affordable price of five for a dollar fully loaded. And we do thank you for the suggestion to research this story, and we hope you find it to be as interesting as we did. And if you'd like to see photos and read more stories of the people and businesses of our history, be sure to pick up a copy of Picturing the Past or Arise Wildland directly from the Ritman Historical Society or from many of our local Ritman businesses. On September the 27th, which is a Wednesday at 6.30, there's going to be a chance for you to be able to make a difference. On that day, there's going to be a meeting at the server to brainstorm. And this is a chance to explore bringing a civic group back to serve Ritman. The Lions Club is a national club with a great history in Ritman. So if you want to make a difference, uh, this would be a chance 
to change the opinion and the direction of Rittman. So, you know, please come to the meeting and see what they have in mind. So, you know, once again, a lot of people are talking about wanting to do things, you know, and here's your chance to do something about that. Uh, you know, they're, you know, we, this year we've seen some, some talk and then we've seen some action. Uh, one case in point was the Easter egg hunt that was supposed to take place over at the first street park. It ended up taking place over at the, uh, over at the Presbyterian Church, and then also the Farmer's Market, which, you know, uh, there were a lot of people that did not give that a chance, but they took off, and that has become a very popular thing on Thursday night. So we do have another chance to bring a civic club in, and also, you know, taking a look in the future, the there were these businesses, they wanted to get together for the meet and treat, and that list is growing all the time. And once again, that will be October the 21st from 9 o'clock to noon. So, you know, uh, take. So if you want to make a difference, you have plenty of chances to make a difference. And it's September the 27th, over at the server, there's going to be coffee, there's going to be uh, danishes or whatever, you know, Woody can bring up. And if... Um, and if you do want to uh, take advantage of the server during the week, they are open uh, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can get yourself some breakfast, some lunch, cup of coffee, uh, maybe uh, a, a treat to eat. You can go over there and you know help make a difference in this town. Around Ritman Hotline, I have Ritman head coach Tyler Dennis. We are going to be talking about the game where on Friday night where Rittman comes short uh, 12 to 7 against Waynedale. Even though it was a very hard fought game, I'm going to uh, get some of his uh, musings on this game and maybe talk a little bit about what's coming in the following week against Norway. How are you doing, coach? We're doing good. Sun came up this morning, you know. It's, it's it's never easy when you lose a game that you felt like you should you should have won. Um, you know, uh, the, the players woke up this morning. We we watched films. We had a good talk. Um, you know, it's really productive Saturday morning. But you know, it's it's you learn you learn more about yourself and you learn more. You, you get better from the losses than you do the wins. And I I think this is going to really help us re- reset our focus. Um, Learn, learn more about us as well as a team. Um, I think we're going to be better because of the loss. Um, you got to tip your hat to Waynedale. They they came out early and, 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 and really took it to us in the first half. And it took us a whole a whole half to kind of wake up, so to speak. And um, you know, it's just we we had a second half comeback, but it was a little 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 too too late to to, to get going. So it's a lot we can learn from, though. But the important thing is that the uh, young Indians football team did not quit. Right. No, and that's that's something that we also pointed out, you know, and, and with our perspective of last year, you know, just, just a year ago, uh, which when you're building a program isn't isn't really a whole a whole lot of time in the grand scheme of things. We we got physically dominated against Waynedale last year um, on their home field. It was just a disaster of a game, and this year. The first half or the first quarter, really, you know, it was kind of trending towards that way. And, and then we were able to kind of wake up and play with some emotion. And um, I'm really proud of the way we, we responded physically, too. So, that, you know, we, we, last year we really struggled physically. And I'm really, it's good to see our kids be able to hold up 
uh, go part of things and, and kind of stand our ground and, and, and then, you know, but good, good lessons to be learned last night, you know, and in, in the Wayne County athletic league, you, you can't, you got to play, you got to play a, a full game. You got to coach a full game. Um, and if you don't, you're, you're probably going to lose. So, um, a lot of good, a lot of good lessons last night. Well, one of the uh, testimonies that we could see last night, the fact that uh, the the Ritman Indians did play until the end of the game. I mean, it wasn't uh, decided until there was only seconds left in the game. Is the is probably what's showing in the year round uh, weight room training. Yeah, no, for sure. We we are that's. We had a huge off season um, in the last winter and last spring. The kids really put in a lot of time and effort and changed their bodies. Uh, but you know, and then we're going to have another one this coming up off season. It, it takes it's you know with, with these freshmen and sophomores, it takes them about two off seasons in the weight room to really get their bodies ready for Friday nights. And that's why, if you look at some of the top programs the last ten years in the Wayne County Athletic League, uh, Norway and Hillsdale and, and, and Dalton really the last five or six years of Dalton, they, they play juniors and seniors. And, and these juniors and seniors, they get their bodies right in the weight room in the offseason and they, they play JVs and they, they get developed um, in, in those freshman and sophomore years. And then that's why they look so much bigger and, and, and they just look like they're a different kind of team. But we're getting there. We're not there yet. We're getting there. Our kids continue to, to, to do all the right things. Um, they're very coachable. Um, they're, I'm proud of the way they, they handled themselves at halftime last night, going down 12, 12 to zero, um, where we kind of got, you know, just to be honest, kind of got dominated. We got out coached in the first half. We got um, outplayed in the first half, and we, we were able to keep our composure and make some adjustments. And we, we came out in the second half and really did some some good things. But, you know, too, too little, too late. Um, if you look at the stats, it's a weird game last night. Look at the stats. We had 340 yards of total offense. We held them to 150. So we, we almost had 200 more yards than they did. Um, it's just the little things. You know, they, they played four quarters. We didn't. They, they had a lot less penalties than us. And they actually, they executed and they, co- they coached a little better than we did. And now, at the end of the day, that was the difference. It also shows, you know, how much that uh, you have uh, come, you know, come along as a coach as well, because you know, you didn't say it's this person's fault, this person's fault. It was a total team effort. Oh yeah, for for sure, for a hundred percent. You know, football football is the, the 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 game of the sport that teaches most about life, in my opinion. Um, and it's not the big things usually when you when you win and lose. It's not because of the big things. It's a lot of little things that add up. Um, and, and we didn't handle those very, very well. Um, and, and the kids know they said all the right things this morning. I, I think they truly mean it too. We got to have a better week of practice, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. They, they felt like, um, just talking to them this morning, they felt like we could have been better in, in, in that area as well. So, um, you know, we, I know we're going to bounce back. We have a big game this, this Friday against Norway, um, who is a very, very good program. Um, we're going to need to bring our A game, um, and I, I, I think I think we'll be ready to play. 
Yeah, that's that's right. Norwin, they're almost a home game because it's not that far of a drive. Game starts at 7 o'clock this coming Friday. So head on over to Norway and, you know, put your cheer on for the Ritman Fighting Indians because, you know, win or lose, they are going to be in the game the whole game. Absolutely. And, um, and, and the other good news is we have at least five more weeks of football. So, I mean, I know we can't talk about uh, postseason yet, you know, but I, I think, you know, things uh, do go the right way. Uh, we can look forward to at least a week 11. Yeah, you know, it's, it's something that the kids know. The kids are more social media savvy than, than us coaches. Um, and they, they know where to look for that kind of stuff. And, um, and it's something that they, you know, it's, it's exciting to be able to talk that week six there, but, but at the same time, they know the work that we need to, to put in, um, and, and the work that needs to still be done that, that we can improve because we can improve offensively. And our defense played really well last night. Um, but then, you know, even coach Chuck, our defense coordinator and, and, all, and all the assistants were saying, They've already picked out some things that we that we're going to really focus on this week with with us um, to, to work on and special teams. That's another big area. Uh, Coach Hollowell is our special teams coordinator. Uh, he already has some things that, that that he's really wanting to focus on. So, you know, it's it's at the end of the day, you know, no one really wants to hear this, but that that loss might have been just been what we needed to kind of reset our focus um, on where it needs to be. Well, you know that, um, you know, for people who have been watching the Ritman teams uh, for the past several years, it's not the same old, same old right now. Uh, If you've been watching uh, the football uh, games and if you've been there, you know that uh, these kids are maturing as human human beings and as football players. So, you know, come on over to Norway Friday night and Chairman, show your appreciation uh, for these young student athletes. Absolutely, no, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one Friday night. Should be a packed packed crowd. You know, um, they're they're five and zero, and we're four and one, um, and it's it's gonna be a great game. You know, our our kids they're gonna bounce back just fine. They're gonna they're gonna be hungry this week in practice. Um, we have a bunch of kids on our roster from fre- freshman class all the way up to the senior class. They're, they're winners. You know, they, they, they've won in middle school. Um, they know what it takes to win. Um, they, they have, they have the right mindset and they have the physical tools. So it's just, you know, it's just getting them in the right spots and um, get, get, getting them ready to roll for Friday, this coming Friday night. So once again, come out to Norway on the Friday night. Seven o'clock is game time. Come see the best young team in the Wayne County Athletic League and also hear the best marching band in the Wayne County Athletic League or of all in Northeast Ohio uh, for our halftime show. And thank you once again, Coach, for taking the time to talk to me. Thank you, Cliff, for everything you do, buddy. Appreciate it. Want to thank Coach Tyler Dennis for calling in this morning. He was on the road, so I wasn't able to take the mobile unit and talk to him. And he assured me that it was hands free as he was talking to me while he was on the road. So remember, if you do uh, want to be on the Around Ritman podcast, and I am reaching out to those who are running for city council, uh, 
you know, we can meet up. I could bring the mobile unit with me. We can meet up somewhere or you can give me a call, you know, just you know, set up the, the time and the place or the time to call. And I'll be more than happy to have you on. Uh, I don't do politics myself. However, you know, I will uh, allow you to uh, come on to the show and to uh, give your views. That's probably the difference between me being a just a simple podcast and media. Uh, like I told uh, the city manager, Bobby Bashero, right uh, during the Sleepwalkers Festival, I don't consider myself media because I'm not looking to make enemies. And if you want to show your Ripman pride, go on over to Rylon Printing. They are a proud sponsor of the Around Ripman podcast and get some Ripman swag or Ripman merch, whatever you want to call it. You can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get uh, you can get yourself some Ripman caps, you can get yourself a Ripman mug, you know, anything that you want Ripman you can get. Or if um, you are out of the Ripman area and you're listening, let's say you go to, uh, you support the Norway School District or uh, you support Chippewa, Wadsworth, or any of the other surrounding districts, I'm sure that uh, she can come up with some merchandise for you to support the schools that you are supporting. Or if you want to make a statement, you can always go there and get a shirt made up for that or, or any of your other printing needs. Just head on over to Rylon Printing. They are a proud sponsor of the Around Ripman podcast, and they're located across the street from the Ripman Shopping Center or right next door to the Laundry Time Laundromat. Yes, uh, we're at the 30-minute mark right now, and I do thank you for listening to the Around Ripman podcast, and I thank uh, you for supporting the Around Ripman podcast. And if you want to be a sponsor, you know, please let me know. I can work out a sponsorship package for you, and I will be I will be sure to show you as much love as I possibly can if you support the Around Ripman podcast. So have a great week. Go on over to Norway at 7 o'clock on Friday to see the Ribbon Indians face the Norwayne Bobcats. And have a great week. And I'll see you again for the next episode of the Around Ribbon Podcast. And I'm doing this on Saturday morning, so if I miss anything between Saturday morning and Monday morning, I apologize.